Here we go. We're listening to Rumination Thursday on this July the 21st in the year of our Lord 2022. I'm Pastor Tom Baker, and with me is my good friend, Wes Reimnitz, to discuss a subject that he has discovered. Hi, Wes. Hi, Tom. Uh, I'm glad that you freely admit that I'm a friend of yours. Well, that's because of free speech. (laughs) If we didn't have free speech, I wouldn't have to admit that. Okay. And it's fair speech? Well, yes. In fact, that's what we're talking about today. This is an article that you sent to me by a man named Bruce Chapman. He was Washington State's Secretary of State, served in leadership posts in the Reagan administration, including an ambassador. But in 1991, he founded the public policy think tank Discovery Institute. And Discovery Institute is very much in support of free speech or what he calls fair speech because we are losing free speech, particularly in the United States, as other countries don't even permit it. So free speech is protected by the First Amendment. What specifically is free speech, Wes? Well, uh in its broader understanding, you, you have a right to, to go out and speak publicly on, on issues um, that can be heard or respected in private academic settings, at meetings open to the public, at corporate settings. It's a broad and tolerant regard for another's opinion, known as uh, in history as a liberal spirit. So. You, you had a right to hear and debate both sides of an issue. Yes, and you uh, indicated this broad understanding of free speech could also be called fair speech because it accords to each side of a dispute a willingness to disagree with one another and where many intend by the term civility it is a not, it's not the same as unanimity, where everybody agrees with one another. But free speech is under attack now in at least the last two generations. Uh, the McCarthy era, that's in the early 40s and early 50s, uh, people were, what, shut up on grounds that they were communists. And that's like... Yeah other people being told they couldn't speak. Yeah, even those that were socialists who who didn't back the, the communists or liberal right. Democrats, you know. Uh, so, you know, they weren't allowed to, 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 to give their, their thought process on it. In fact, to go against McCarthy at that time, you were deemed a communist. Right. Today's intolerance, and you can see that in the news and in universities, is accomplished on the basis of exaggerated group interests. For example, sexism of various kinds and especially racism. Teachers have been fired 
from public schools because they will not address students by the pronouns that the students want. Because let's say you're a girl, you're female, but you decide that you're really a male, and therefore the teacher has to use masculine pronouns in talking to you. And of course, teachers refuse to do that because we talk to people on the basis of how they were born, and they get fired because they're not using the proper pronouns. Uh, yes, I, and I think it goes even even deeper in that in terms of of our, our Christian values. I mean, we're, we are sexist if we call lesbianism and uh, homosexuality as the practice of it uh, as a sin that uh, that creates a problem that uh, we're sex now they call we're, we're sexist and racist as a result thereof. Yes. In, in other words, um, there is a real racism going on where people are saying that we're racist when we're really not. Um, you know, I was told that everybody's a racist. And I said, no, I had a congregation and uh, almost the majority of people were black because we lived in that area. And I, I love those people. Now, I, I don't appreciate white or black criminals from that point of view. I, I think that's something that we should be opposed to and they should be punished for what they are doing wrong. But this idea that racism is really at the core of our problems doesn't make any sense. Right. And to debate the issue, whether you're pro, con or indifferent, is, is uh, unless you hear, quote, the woke side uh, of it, uh, the ruining reputations on just a chance remark, destroying careers due to an ill-considered tweet and fomenting uh, street violence and killing as a result. Yeah, if somebody at work, for example, just speaks about how wrong it is to be a homosexual, they can be fired by their employer. That That's why free speech is really not permitted. There are certain countries where you don't have free speech at all. Do you know what those countries are? Hmm. Yeah, China, North Korea, Cuba. They gave three, but uh, yes. there's, there's others that would come up with too. Yeah, if you don't believe that free speech is not tolerated, you say in North Korea, go to YouTube and just type in North Korea and free speech, and they have film after film on YouTube where it shows that these countries do not permit free speech. In fact, there was an American arrested because he took down a propaganda type of sign on a wall. He was arrested, put in jail for two years, and then got sick, sent to the United States, and he died in the United States from the illness that he got in North Korea. Because, go ahead. Well, 
it, yeah, because he taken down the banner. But in China, uh, crosses on the top of churches or boats were deemed uh, illegal. And uh, while they were you know, talking about it being free speech, they 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 were uh, persecuted in Muslim countries, yeah, and, and in Hindu countries and Buddhist countries, uh, Christians are coming under attack in these various countries just for being Christian and for speaking the word publicly. In fact, one of the worst countries in our area is Canada. We could not have this radio program on in Canada where we speak mm. out against abortion and homosexuality. In fact, they would ban the program and you would get fined for speaking out against these things. So what we're losing is the ability to speak with other people. In, in fact, I was just taking a look at the news today there's a comedian named Dave Chappelle, and he was going to have a show, and they canceled his show because some from the liberal well, homosexual community argued that he had made jokes against transgender people. And so just by making jokes about transgender people, he was not permitted to continue with his show. There's a good example of woke theology against free speech. And woke theology being what? Uh, progressive? Well, especially revisionism, you know, that they're trying to re revise our whole way of thinking. Well, the article shows that woke theology is Marxist. It never supported free speech for anyone uh, in Marxist countries. And as soon as they take power, they always start suppressing free speech for others. And eventually the revolution turns on its own members, of course. So today's, in America, free speech is assailed by cultural Marxists who have arisen from a variety of European sources in the last century and are quite eager to suppress opinions of which they disapprove. Uh, how many conservative speakers have not been allowed to speak at universities? And if they are speaking, you've got these Marxist woke people yelling from the audience and saying things against them, etc making it very hard for other people to hear the point of view that the conservatives have. They're right. Well, you know, they even demand that, that authorities follow the science until the science supports doesn't support their cause anymore, at which point they propose other standards. So it's a shifting sand that it has. Yes. And... They despise racism, but then they abandoned the democratic consensus of thought that stretches from Abraham Lincoln to Martin Luther King Jr. In place of equality, which can be objective, 
they, they actually smuggle in the term equity, which is subject to individual interpretation. So if somebody doesn't consider their point of view as equity, as the real truth, then they're not allowed to speak. Yeah, and then the, really there's no need for further review for the sorry advance of, the, of this whole culture. You know, in many ways it infiltrates, it intimidates almost every major institution that we're in. And I think that is part of the reason we discuss it today because it, it, it tries to influence the church. Absolutely. In fact, you find a lot of people in the church not really want to speak even to their kids against homosexuality and abortion because they feel like they're going to be embarrassed and made fun of. And, and therefore, that's a part of woke theology where the church is being quiet uh, in regard to the law. And there's really no reason to believe the gospel if there is no law. So... This intimidation is almost in every major institution now, but it does not prevail in popular opinion among people, normal people, which remains commonsensical and fair-minded. Uh, for example, he gives an example that if you put racial preferences on a ballot, even in progressive states like California, they fail to be voted on among nearly all demographic groups because the people in these groups want to be treated as individuals, not types. And they carry enough to realize that once government and big corporations start down the path of group rights, tyranny is traveling close behind. And there, if you're supporting individual rights, you're assured under the Constitution. You're protected from the, these uh, associational identities that are mostly contrast in life. In contrast to Marxists in power, almost always destroy or at best harasses famine, religion, and our community. Which, you know, when, when you think about it, Luther developed into three hierarchies, the government, the household, the church. And it was the church's responsibility to teach families and to teach our government. Yes. Now, Discovery Institute was organized as a community of scholars 30 years ago to advance a culture of purpose, creativity, innovation, and free speech. But early on, he says, this group was warmly welcomed in the arena of contesting ideas. For example, it was easy to get op-ed published in the nation's papers and magazines. But in the late 1990s, the Columbia Journalism Review set a trend proposing that media should not allow opinions on their forums that were just plain wrong or untrue. 
Now, this was sophistry, of course, because what appears untrue to an editor just so happens to be any in viewpoint he doesn't approve. And I'll give you an example. We have been getting the post-dispatch delivered to our home for many years, decades. But I am sick and tired of the post-dispatch. That's the main newspaper in St. Louis that permits abortion, homosexuality, transgenderism, etc. They're very, very against Christianity. So last week we phoned them and we canceled our subscription to the Post-Dispatch. And they asked the lady after we had canceled it, said, can you give us a reason why you're canceling the subscription? And we said, we don't support the murderers of infants in the womb. And she didn't reply to that. And that was the end of the conversation. I wonder if she typed that in as your response. Well, I hope she did. But right now, you can't even hardly get anything of a conservative nature in the post-dispatch because they're following this idea that if they don't think it's true, they're not going to approve such an article. And and yeah, so... Yeah, what is untrue to the editor just had to be any viewpoint that they don't dis- they approve of. Right, that's what I said. So yep. the media attacked okay. scientists, for example, who raised doubts about Darwinian evolution. You, you try and find an article in these newspapers that shows that Darwinian evolution is ridiculous even though the majority of people in the United States do not believe in evolution, they believe instead what the Bible says about six 24-hour day creation. But this means that if you are for creationism, you're not allowed to speak for yourself. People have lost their jobs, but more and more who have lost their jobs and have been attacked those ranks have been growing strongly lately and new outlets have appeared for them to give their point of view. I think that's important. As you were talking, it kind of reminds me of a show that was on one of the cable channels about ancient aliens. And it started out, uh, somewhat okay that we could have been visited by, by uh, aliens all through history. But then I, I I got to thinking, I said, when's evolution going to come into this? Well, a couple of shows down the road, they talked about how uh, our society uh, evolved as ancient aliens intertwined with with the, the people of the, the, the races here on Earth. So Yeah, the pre-humans. And they had children with the prehuman. I just saw the movie, another movie just like that last night, where an alien spacecraft had landed, and they concluded that these aliens had been here many thousands of years ago and had had children. 
And that's, we didn't evolve here on earth, but it was because of aliens that there was an involvement with, with them. And it just shows how ridiculous evolution is that they have to make up stories of aliens coming to the earth. Uh, the, the more you see these movies, the more you ridiculous you realize any scientist or any person who believes in evolution is. Right. So it, it's just the start of this media demoralization. You know, there's trends to find new targets one after another. Anti-racism seems to be a, a Trojan horse just just now. Means lots of things and and nothing. The critical um, race theory is an example of how sour our democratic process with false claims of wrong thinking has come about. Yeah, the Trojan horse was, of course, a horse that the soldiers hid in, and it was taken into the city, and then they broke out of the Trojan horse and destroyed the city. Well, that's what they're talking about. Uh, the idea that people who criticize critical race theory are somehow actually anti-free speech, which is preposterous. Those of us who criticize critical race theory uh, really are for free speech. We want to debate these people, but they don't allow us to debate them. Uh, in, in fact, you've got situations where we not only have anti-racists who traffic in racist attacks on white people for the sin of being white, but we also have anti-fascists on urban streets who use bully boy tactics to gain attention and cow the authorities. And we have people who try to stymie free speech and debate who claim their critics are trying to stifle their free speech and will not debate them. That's preposterous because they won't allow us to debate. The question I have is how do we, as Christians, talk about this in terms of, well, Proverbs, you've been talking about the wisdom, the fear of the Lord is beginning of wisdom. Yes, you you debate in the sermons uh, with people who are infiltrated with these ideas of woke theology and show them that this is contrary to Scripture. It's contrary to God's wisdom. All you need to do is take a look at many Bible passages that call evil good and good evil. And that's what's happening in, in not only the United States, but throughout the world today with this woke theology. And Christians need to be aware of it in order to bring up their children with proper wisdom rather than with woke theology. I think you bring, bring up a, uh, a very valid point, raising our children in the Christian faith. And that is sharing the stories at home you know, CPH has got many books uh, on Bible stories that, uh, at various ages that uh, you can share with your, your children. 
and bringing them to, to God's house for worship Sunday morning and, and attending Sunday school to wish they can learn about Jesus. And then you have other groups like uh, the creation groups that have great material showing that it is more scientific to believe in a young earth than it is uh, millions and millions of years of an earth, simply because the woke theologians, the evolutionists, pretend that things could not happen in a short period of time. And therefore, you know how long it takes for a diamond to occur in the ground. And so they just assume that that's how diamonds came about by being evolved rather than being created within those first seven days. And you know how much water, how high the water was during the flood? Right. I was, I looked on several websites, did some research. They're, they're saying anywhere from a mile to two miles high, you know, all over the earth. Of course, uh, scriptures describe it as 15, uh, what do they call that? I'm having fog right now. Uh, hand breaths above the highest mountain. Right. That's a lot of water pressure. That's a lot of water pressure, and anything that was breathing on land would have died except for those animals that were in the ark. The ark, and yep. There are some great, great uh, programs. You can see the size of the ark if you go to what's that place in Kentucky? Oh, it's near Cincinnati. It's in Kentucky, right across the river. Yeah, yeah. we've been to it. It is. Well, have you? Fantastic. Oh, yes. I recommend anybody they planning a vacation, take time, take your family, and plenty of pictures to take and take a look at, plenty of uh, reading books that they have, tapes. It's just, just a great place to walk in to see the magnitude of how big that is. Yeah, we got a subscription to their magazine for one of our grandsons, and so he gets that each month. Well, thank you very much, Pastor, for helping us with this woke theology. If you have more questions on this, tomorrow is where we respond to emails. Just email me, and we'll be glad to answer any of your questions that we're able to do. I'm Tom Baker. Wes Reimnitz, God bless you. Listen to Law & Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law & Gospel, please make your check out to Law & Gospel and mail to Law & Gospel P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132, or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. 
Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.